Sunday, 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 Sunday. Remember when when that when that used to be the thing at uh, monster truck rallies? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm recording this on a Sunday. That's why I thought of that. Well, see, what's good? Hi, everybody. Thanks for thanks for coming, dude. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for vibing. Thanks for chilling. Thanks for coming out to this fun fun vibe hang time, huh? It's fun vibe hang time. This is episode 49 of the podcast. Got a lot of got a lot of stuff to share. Got a lot of lot of feelings, a lot of thoughts, a lot of a uh, lot of things we're gonna work through today. Um, but before we do, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by two of my favorite companies that I use all the time. One is Masszymes from Bioptimizers. This is a digestive enzyme from Bioptimizers. They will send you a free bottle, a free bottle for you plus. Uh, a, a book all about health and fitness and 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 optimization for your body. Um, all you have to do is pay for shipping, which is just a couple of dollars. Go to masszymes.com slash brentpellafree. That's M-A-S-S-Z-Y-M-E-S dot com slash brentpellafree. Get a free bottle of digestive enzymes. I eat these. I, I take these whenever I have my pasta Sundays, which is pretty much every Sunday. That's my cheat day. And uh, I, I feel good. I feel pretty good, man. I, I don't feel like I'm about to explode into a giant ball of pasta poop. And if you feel like a big piece of pasta poop, then you should try some digestive enzymes. Highly recommend Masszymes. This episode is also brought to you by Blue Blocks. Go to Brent, uh, blueblocks.com slash Brent. The promo code will already be applied. You'll get 15% off. Blue Blocks makes uh, my favorite blue blocking glasses. I have them right here. I just pulled them out of my desk, dude. That's how much I love these guys. And I wear these glasses every night um, whenever I'm staring at a computer, staring at my phone, watching a movie. Uh, and, they, and they block the blue light that is emitted from your digital devices, which many studies have shown may have a negative effect on your melatonin production. So sleep easy with blue blocks. That's blueblocks.com slash Brent for a 15% off discount. Woo! Dude, what is up with everybody wanting a fucking apology these days? What is that? Why does everybody feel entitled to an apology? Bro, we're coming in hot on this episode, dude. All right? This is chill fun, fi- fun, fun vibe hang time. Chill fun, chill fun vibe hang time. But also, like, come on. But also, come on. But also, come on. Tom Brady uh, was, was celebrating the Super Bowl championship, right? And uh, you might have seen that, like, viral clip of him where he tosses the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another when they're out on the water doing the championship parade in the water of, of Florida. Um, and the daughter of the guy who either designed or created the Lombardi trophy wanted an apology from Tom Brady for what? For completing a pass, dude? For what? For disrespecting the trophy that he worked so hard to get the dot not even the guy not even the guy who made the trophy the daughter jamie pull this up for me please oh yeah joe hang on one second dude lombardi trophy daughter brady apology yeah she said he disgraced and disrespected the trophy or did he celebrate the trophy by doing the same fucking thing he did to win the trophy by throwing the trophy Dude, the people just like want to stir up trouble and and cause trouble. I'm surprised he didn't get called racist for throwing the Lombardi Trophy. Honestly, at this point, as soon as somebody does one wrong thing, 
it's like immediately race is brought into it and it becomes a whole other thing. And race should be brought up some, from time to time because race is a real, that there are real systemic issues with race in this country. That's beside the point. I was making a joke. Tom Brady uh, deserves to throw that fucking trophy anywhere he wants, okay? He, he, he deserves to throw it all the way up inside of his butt if he wants to. Okay, and then he'll take some Masszymes and he'll poop it all out. All right, get fifteen, get a free bottle of Masszymes. Masszymes.com/slash Brent Pelifree. Look, Tom Brady owes no one an apology for that, and I don't think he will. And if he does, it'll be it, that's so embarrassing, dude. Like there, it just feels like more and more often people are doing things, and then people who who feel like I don't know if they they feel like they don't get enough attention. Or they feel like empowered by de- by their demands of an apology. Like, give me this apology. You owe me an apology. And I don't know what that is because we keep seeing people apologize for shit that they don't need to apologize for. Here's another example. Uh, the Gorilla Glue lady. Now, I don't want to make... I'm not going to make fun of her because, man, that's like a sad situation, dude. I laughed about it at first and then I got like kind of sad about it. Cause I just felt bad for her. Um, but she, so the, the if you don't know this, this woman, I, I believe her first name is Tessica. She, uh, it, it, she, that's so, you know, if you want to look it up later, she, she put a bunch of gorilla glue in her hair. She had it stuck in her hair for like a month. And then she had to have it surgically removed. Like they, they came up with a chemical compound, of ingredients that could be applied to her hair to loosen her hair and dissolve the Gorilla Glue. And I saw on Twitter, a couple of people were like demanding that Gorilla Glue do something. Like, what? No, Gorilla Glue released a statement saying, we're very sorry to hear that this person, and it wasn't an apology by any means, but they just said, we're sorry to hear about the sad situation. We wish her the best. All of our products have on them not to put on face or skin or whatever uh, and to consult professionals if mistakes happen. That was like their statement on Twitter. And then a couple people on Twitter were like, do more. Do more, Gorilla Glue. You can do more. Now's the time where we need to stick together and Gorilla Glue can be doing more. What do you want Gorilla Glue to do? More than having the name Gorilla Glue, dude. Like, again, I got to reiterate, I feel bad for Tessica. That's sad, man. I wish it had never happened. I hope, like, she is all good forever with her hair and her scalp and everything. That's sad. I'm not making fun of her. But um, the people who think Gorilla Glue should be doing more? What? Like, what? Like, Like, have the label be Gorilla Glue. Don't use as shampoo. Do they really need that on the label? What, where does this demand for an apology and a demand for more action come from? It's this weird thing that people have on social media only, which I guess is real life now, but it's this thing where people just demand an apology and demand that you do more. And by demanding that you do more, they feel like they are taking action to stand up against the bad and against evil. And they're helping out the people who have been like oppressed in some way by Gorilla Glue. I don't know. What else does Gorilla Glue need to do? They need to put something on the label that says, do not, do not install in your bidet. You know, <laughs> like what else do they need to do, dude? 
What else can they do? Do not jerk off with this product. Gorilla Glue. Don't jerk off with it. Is that the new tagline? They're going to go full American Pie. Remember that scene in American Pie where he used, he used super glue to jerk off? I bet that company didn't apologize. What would Gorilla Glue do? If you're Gorilla Glue, you, you should buy her. Maybe this is the only thing that would be a good like uh, marketing tool. They could have taken advantage of the situation by by buying her like a massive uh, hair makeover. Like one of those like Beverly Hills, you know, $10,000 hair days. That just would have been good marketing. But to hold them, to, to say that they are responsible in any way, shape, or form for writing a situation where they did no wrong is just absurd to me, man. And it starts to eat away at the people who actually apologize for shit that they messed up on. And it makes their legitimate apologies, it muddies them a little bit. From my point of view, it makes like the people who actually apologize for things that they need to apologize for. Like Morgan Wallen, when he said the N-word. Hey, bro, you're white. You just don't say that. I don't care if, if your stalker recorded you saying it. You know, you're outdoors in public, you don't say it. You're indoors, you still shouldn't say it. And apologize for it. And demand an apology for that, yeah. But as soon as you start doing things like demanding Tom Brady apologize for throwing a trophy and, and trying to get on headlines and get on talk shows, and or I don't know if she tried to get on talk shows, but she got a million different headlines for saying that. So she must have released a public statement somewhere. So it's things like that. And it's things like this Twitter thread that I saw where people were calling out Gorilla Glue to apologize or make some more of an effort to write a situation where they did no wrong. It's those absurd things that take away from the seriousness of events that people should apologize for, like Morgan Wallen needing to apologize for saying the N-word. And then it gives like it gives a, a liberty to the people who are so anti-cancel culture it gives them the ability to say, don't make him apologize for saying the N-word. He was on his private property. You don't need to apologize for this, just like you're trying to make Tom Brady apologize for throwing the trophy. And then those people group the things together, these things that should not be grouped together. And it just muddies it up, dude. And I also, it was really interesting. Uh, I read this article about um, the the Tessica situation, the Gorilla Glue woman and how and the standards of, of of beauty for black women, which is something I know nothing about. Highly recommend the article. Very interesting read. And that is somewhere something where race certainly uh, should be brought up and talked about. I learned a lot from it. I think it's on Allure. Search for A L L U R E Allure. Just do like a search for Allure Gorilla Glue uh, Black Beauty Standards or something like that. And it's very interesting. I learned a lot. Um, and I don't even think it's something I can talk about because I need to learn more, but just read the article. Highly recommend. Very good article. And then another thing is like, just the pe- like people demanding their celebrities even be like these perfect people and never speak their own minds. Um, I remember last year, Lana Del Rey got, she got called out because her songs didn't like empower women. Okay. As it like, first off, you, it's not up to you to tell an artist what their music should and shouldn't do. You know, like what? All right. So Lana Del Rey got called out for, uh, making music that a lot of people said doesn't empower women. So Lana Del Rey's response to that 
was saying, oh, well, what about this artist and this artist and this artist? And she was saying artists like Cardi B, I think Nicki Minaj, Doja Cat, all these other women. And she like kind of called them out, not in a negative way, but she was using them as an example of other female musicians who are making music that don't empower women at, as a priority of their music in Lana Del Rey's eyes, right? And then she got slammed for that because most of the artists that she listed were not white. They were black. Most of the artists she listed were black or part black or black. And so she's getting called out now for being a racist. And like, no, she's saying this isn't even a, it was, it was never even a race issue. She's citing female musicians. There's no fucking hidden racism in Lana Del Rey citing the first musicians that come to mind for her as artists that aren't making music that empower women. And it would probably be the same list of musicians for a lot of people. Like, like, uh, if you, if you were to tell me to make a list of female artists who make music that could perceivably degrade women in a lot of people's eyes, I would have given a very similar list to Lana Del Rey. That doesn't mean I'm being racist. That just means those women's music is so popular and I know it so well because it's everywhere that those are the first ones I think of. And so to bring race back, and of course she slammed everybody like, no, I'm not racist. This is stupid. And I'm glad she did. She shouldn't apologize for anything. She should make her own fucking music and listen to it if you want and or don't. It's a free market. So it's just crazy that everybody thinks they deserve a fucking apology, dude. And there's like a pressure to apologize for shit. I don't have anything. I already thought of this. I don't have a single thing to apologize for. The person I think I've ripped the most on social media was the dude who hosted the uh, first debate last year. What was his name? Was it Chris something? What was this dude's name? Uh, host of first debates, Chris Wallace. Was that his name? Yeah, it was Chris Wallace. I sent out a mad rush of tweets during that debate calling Chris Wallace a little bitch boy. Uh, I forgot what else I called him. Uh, it, all kinds of All kinds of terrible things I said about Chris Wallace. And I maintain that position. Because that's what he was during that debate. And so 10, 10 years removed, removed from that, imagine somebody says, hey, Brent, what's up with you calling Chris Wallace a little bitch boy, dude? Don't you know bitch boy is like a, 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 a non-manly slur against, I don't know, gay people or something like that? I'll be like, no, because 10 years ago, Chris Wallace was a bitch boy, according to the bitch boy definition of 10 years ago. Not according to this new definition that you're handing me today. And so that's also why when I see people like saying stuff like, oh, friends was so problematic or like, here's a list of the 25 things that were wrong with Harry Potter. First off, you say anything's wrong with Harry Potter. I'm coming for your fucking jugular, dude. Okay. I will Avada Kedavra all your shit. All right. I will crucio you in the dick, bro. If you say one wrong word about Harry Potter ever, you understand? But I saw this list, um, Cause Ryan Long made a video called the church of woke. And he, he did the, he did this cool thing where he had like different headlines pop into the video. And one of those headlines was the 20, 25 things that were wrong with Harry Potter or whatever. And I was like, what? And so I, and very funny video. Ryan Long is a God. We all love Ryan. Um, actually super funny dude. If you don't know about his stuff, go watch it. And so I went to the 25 things wrong with Harry Potter link and I couldn't stop laughing. Cause some of them were like, uh, 
uh, like diversity. I think diversity was one of them. But it's it's the wizard world. So like, are you going to complain about diversity in in Switzerland too or Scandinavia? You know, it's a, it's a it's a mystical world. Okay, it 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 doesn't exist. All right. And there were other ones that were like empowerment of the youth or like some weird bullshit reasons to get like socially upset about the injustices that are perpetuated throughout Harry Potter. And like, what? Come on, dude. This is what we're going to get mad about now is you want to, you want apologies about Harry Potter. There was another one. What was the other one? Um, and like, here's one I haven't heard of. Remember in the first hangover, when Bradley Cooper was outside, he said a homophobic slur. I'm not going to say what it was, but it starts with F. And the line was, paging doctor. Right? Do you remember that line? Hilarious line. I laugh every time I see it. Okay? Uh, I would never say that word in a movie today. If I saw it in the script, I'd be like, no. Unless I'm playing like a homophobic character and there's a reason behind it. You know, like all the N-words that were dropped in Django Unchained all had reasons right? It was, there was a reason the N word was used in that movie. Um, but like for the, for a, a comedy line, the way it was in the hangover, fuck no. I'd say, no, take that out of the script or I'm not doing, I'm walking away from this. Cause you're all homophobic. I'm never going to say that word. Never going to say it on a podcast. But, but back when that movie was made, it was hilarious. Cause at the time it was very different than today. So if Bradley Cooper was to like apologize for that. I think it's a ridiculous apology to make instead saying something like, I will never use that word again. It's been 10 plus years. I recognize that times were different. Even in that short amount of time I've grown as a person, Todd Phillips, the writer director has grown. We would never put that word in a movie ever, uh, for the sake of comedy, because it's not a funny word. It's a homophobic slur. If he said something like that, that's different than saying, I'm so sorry to all the people that I hurt. Please forgive me. I need to take some time. I need to step away. And that's what a lot of people are doing because they think they need to like take time and step away and shit. No, dude. No. Express yourself. As long as you're not on some stupid like QAnon bullshit, just express your express yourself and then move on. All these people forcing apologies, dude. These people forcing apologies. Some people had good apologies. And some people do need to apologize. Ellen needed to apologize because apparently she was a just trifling bitch to everybody um, from what I read in the articles. So yeah, that's an apology that needs to happen. Uh, Dan Harmon, the community creator, um, really brilliant comedy writer. He apologized for uh, sexually harassing a writer that he had hired. And he his apology was like this beautifully written, not self-centered apology note. And the, the woman forgave him. And she even said, this is a masterclass in how to apologize truthfully. And for something like that, yes, apologize, dude. Yes, don't be sexually harassing people, you know? Um, especially if it is sexual harassment. Obviously, what did I just say? I just, ha- I just like, my brain just imploded for a second. MassTimes.com slash Brent Prelifery. Don't sexually harass. Don't say homophobic slurs. You know, and uh, I don't know. That's all, man. That's all about apologies, dude. 
Just stop apologizing for dumb shit, man. I'm never going to apologize for roasting Chris Wallace and calling him a little bitch boy because he was a little bitch boy. And if I ever meet him, I'm going to be like, hey, Chris, what's up, man? Hey, you're actually a really nice dude, man. Congratulations on all your success, man. And in the first presidential debate, you were a little bitch boy. That's what you were. I will never apologize. I can't think of a single thing I will ever apologize for that I've tweeted or like put in a video. And I've made fun of, I made fun of Joe Biden for like thinking slow. I made fun of Ted Cruz for being a little wussy. I, 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 I called Ted Cruz a cuck, dude. In the, in the impression I did, I called Ted Cruz a cuck. I said, I think it was a blooper or an outtake, but I said that he likes watching his wife hook up with other men while he's tied up in the corner with a ball gag in his mouth. I said that in a video. Never, ever going to apologize for it because it's hilarious to me. And a lot of other people thought it was funny. And it is so obviously a joke. Like, I'm not going around spreading a, a, a falsity. I'm not spreading a mis... Do uh, you like that fucking word, dude? Can we pause on my use of vocabulary for a second? Because your boy just dropped falsity. And here we are, 21 minutes in, and your boy's dropping a falsity? Dude, who else you know dropping a falsity, Dude! I got good words, dude. I got the best words. If good words are the best words. <sighs> I'm not going around spreading a lie. I'm, I'm saying a joke. And for that, I will never, ever apologize for it. And everything I've ever put out on social media is like a joke. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, man. These people that just demand apologies can all fuck off. And I'm not sorry for that either. I'll apologize for anything. How about the people... How about the people who actually did some shit need to apologize that need to apologize and then we all just accepted and moved on? Uh, Gavin Newsom at the French Laundry, okay? Um, the Denver mayor who said don't fly during a pandemic, booked a flight two days later, flew out of town to Atlanta. Uh, uh, Sheila Cool, the LA, uh, Los Angeles County supervisor person who voted against opening restaurants. She voted for closing restaurants and then that night went to eat at a patio restaurant. No joke, dude. That's a very real thing. All the things that I just said are very real. Austin mayor, who like, what, what was his thing? The mayor of Austin? He said people need to stay home while he was in Mexico for a wedding or something. How about like demanding an apology from politicians and canceling their fucking asses? None of those people should have a job. The people I just said, those four people, I don't think should be able to lead people anymore. Because they couldn't follow their own rules. And when you're a leader, you need to be held to a higher standard than Lana Del Rey, a higher standard than Gorilla Glue, a higher standard than a comedian making a, a cuck joke about Ted Cruz. When you're a leader of people, you are the highest standard possible, which means the harshest and swiftest repercussions from the people that you lead. In my opinion, all four of those people should have been out of a job immediately. You're gone, dude. You're done. Fuck that shit. And I recognize that they're all Democrats too, but I haven't been able to find a Republican that's broken his own rules. Uh, an example would be the governor of Utah who did, who had like another... I remember a lot of people were pissed because he had this big mask mandate for outdoors in Utah. Imagine if he had been seen, and he's a Republican, imagine if he had been seen walking around without a mask. He's gone. He's gone. Okay? He's gone. Eh, you're out of here. Eh, you're gone. Okay? You're a falsity now. That's what you are. But I haven't been able to find a Republican that's broken their own rules. Maybe because 
they those people no don't fucking break their rules or they haven't yet or they just have less fucking rules i don't know and i know this sounded like a commercial for republicans right now but uh in my opinion fuck them all but it's like dude <laughs> the ones who <laughs> who who broke their own rules and committed the highest act of dishonesty to their people to the public should be held accountable. And here we are. We've moved on from all that. We still have people who think Gavin Newsom's doing a wonderful job. And he's not. I saw a guy take a piss on Melrose Avenue two days ago. I was on Melrose Avenue, which it looks like a weird dystopian nightmare. Everybody's wearing a mask outside uh, and even like not around people. And there's a lot of boards and a lot of homeless people on the streets. And meanwhile, these 19-year-old kids are doing TikToks in front of like graffiti walls. Very fucking weird situation out there. They're like doing a TikTok and then they step over a homeless guy who's jerking off into his own fucking bucket to go buy a $300 pair of shoes. And I'm just watching all this like, what the, what are we living in, dude? How does this all exist at the same time? Anyways, man, those people need to give an apology above and beyond everybody else and, and not some bullshit apology that they already gave like Gavin's ah, yeah I messed up ah, but let's move on <laughs> we don't, that's his apology was horseshit all the other ones sent out some quick apology and everybody was like yeah 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 no worries you messed up but they refused to recognize the fucking pattern of behavior dude we should be recognizing that pattern of illegitimate dishonest behavior just as much as we're recognizing the pattern of behavior in Hollywood for men to sexually harass women. And they need to be held accountable. That's why I'm glad Weinstein is rotting in fucking prison right now. Same with Cosby. And anybody who sexually harasses people needs to be fucking gone just as quick as a politician needs to be gone for not being able to do the job that he was fucking elected for. You're not doing your job. You're gone, dude. You're gone. You're a falsity. <laughs> That's the word. That's the word of the day, dude. Falsity, bro. Oh, man. Also, like other acts. I don't know. People are just taking these weird acts, dude. Like Mark Cuban deciding to not play the national anthem at uh, home games for the Dallas Mavericks from now on. But then the NBA was like, no, it's a tradition. So my gut reaction, as soon as I saw that Mark Cuban was going to stop playing the national anthem, my gut reaction was like, uh, what? Why? That's stupid. What in the world would that accomplish? And then that was, that was my immediate reaction. And then I read into it and I read what Mark Cuban had to say. And he said, the national anthem, a lot of people, including a lot of our players, they feel like the national anthem doesn't represent them right now. And so uh, I feel that we should stop playing the national anthem um, because uh, it's it, it's not inclusive of everybody uh, and that's how a lot of people feel right now. And I was like, uh, that's a little too woke stream for your boy, but I understand where he's coming from. And then I read into it more and hang on, this is a roller coaster ride here. Just stay with me. I read into it more and somebody uh, read the history of the national anthem. It was written by like a slave owner. Is that is that what it was? I don't want to mess this up. Um, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't, I really don't want to mess this up. I want to know my, my shit. The starred spangled banner has racist lyrics. What are the racist lyrics? See, now we're learning together. This is what the chill fun vibe hang time is all about. It is about learning together. So 
Um, the Star Spangled Banner anthem has a deep run in slavery's soil. Whoa. Okay. Uh, this, yeah. So I, I just read some quick quips about this. I need to read into it more, but apparently no refuge or or the land of the free and the home of the brave is hardly ever sung. There's a passage that's hardly ever sung uh, about uh, hails the battle flag flying over Fort McHenry. Um, after who? After the South won? I know some of you guys already know this history and you're just like, ah, oh, come on, fucking learn it quicker. But it's a chill, fun vibe hang time we're having right now. You know, just vibe out, dude. Just fucking kick back. We're chilling. You know what I mean? Chilling, chilling, chilling. We're chilling, 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 dude. We're chilling, chilling, chilling. Uh, whatever. Okay. All right. So, just, just um, research that yourself. There's a lot of uh, apparently like racist imagery in the national anthem, and it was made during slave times or something. There's something along those lines. And I read all this, and I was like, ah, oh, well, okay. Now I'm I'm starting to understand a little bit more. And then I read, and hang on, this is a fucking roller coaster, dude. Just chill out. Let's chill out, dude. And then I read, somebody was like, well, the NBA, believe it or not, is a lot of people's jobs. Do you ever walk into your workplace and have everybody in the office stand up, put their hand over their heart while the national anthem plays? No. So why should it be any different for this workplace? And that had me almost on board. I was like, whoa, that's a really good point. And then I started reading through the other side because I like to challenge my brain and think for myself based on a multitude of different perspectives, as we all should, in my opinion, but I am a fucking idiot. So then I started reading the other side. And the other side was like, this is a longstanding tradition. It is only uh, because it's a sporting event. It's a competitive event. Um, and it's just, it's tradition. It's You celebrate the country that you're in, the country that gave you the opportunity to be a professional basketball player, uh, and we're celebrating the country where no matter what side we're on, we can all come together for something like sports, whether you're left or right. If you both like the Dallas Mavericks, you can come together and cheer at the same time and be on the same page, you know, and America gives us the opportunity to do that. And that's what the national anthem truly represents. And that's why it should be played at games. And I was like, ah, you got me back that I think I'm with that. And also the reason I think that it should be played and it shouldn't be stopped being played is because like just getting rid of something like a quick cancel of something that doesn't further the conversation that should be had. If there are people who feel like the national anthem or the American flag or these institutional symbols of America don't represent them, let's find ways to make, help them feel represented. Let's find ways to, 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 to change the perception of, of what they see America to be and make it so that everybody is included. Make it, make it inclusive, not by excluding the fucking national anthem or by burning a flag. You know what I mean? But let's, let's change the definition and the language that we're using in this like weird cancel culture, quick apology, ap demanding an apology environment that we're in and figure out a way to address these issues over the long term, instead of some quick bullshit fix, like can't stop in the national anthem. I was surprised, dude. Mark Cuban, man. How, how do you not see this as an opportunity to like say out loud, like 
we're, we're actually, uh, we were going to cancel the national anthem. We considered it, but instead we want to start having conversations with our players on how to make things more inclusive for everybody and hear their voices and hear what they have to say and, and, and it, do these things at the stadium and partner with these organizations to, to get these voices out to the people and start putting pamphlets and seats about all these different organizations and everybody who buys a ticket to this game gets this free thing or can go to this event to help this community that's in need from this tragedy or from this event and, and just like find like use use the gift of somebody feeling that the national anthem doesn't represent them consider that a gift open the gift and figure out a way to use that gift to make it so that the national anthem does represent them one day right like what the fuck dude stop canceling shit for bullshit reasons <sighs> but what do i know what do i know dude what do I know? Mark Cuban's a billionaire and I made $12 in Bitcoin yesterday. So who knows? Maybe he knows more than me. Bitcoin is going crazy right now, by the way. I don't know if you guys got any Bitcoin. You better get some fucking Bitcoin, bro. Buy the dip, dude. Buy the dip and just hold that shit forever. Because the goal is for Bitcoin to just be its own currency one day. Uh, which it already is. It's already being accepted by everywhere, but it's so fucking volatile. I think it'll get less and less volatile as, as it gets closer to the point where the final Bitcoin is mined. That's 2147, right? So wouldn't, by 2147, the price would be pretty much set. Maybe it'll go up and down a little bit, but it won't see these like huge upswings and downswings. That's what I think, but I, I'm still trying to learn about that, dude. Um, And I wish I put more big money in, but I just couldn't, dude. I couldn't, man. I said this on a recent podcast, dude. I bought in when it was at 3000 and then it jumped up to like seven or eight and people were going nuts. And I made like a quick 15, 2,500 off it. And then I got to a point, this was a couple years ago, I was like so violently poor that I cashed everything out. And I didn't buy back in again until I had, until it was at 18,000. And that was a smart move. But even then I didn't put that much in. I think I put 1,500 in when it was at 18,000. And so I, I, but I just, I've been poor, dude. Your boy, your boy, you know, we're, Masszymes, masszymes.com slash Brent Pelifree. <laughs> so like we all wish we all, we all wish we put our life savings into it at the right time, but it's it, at the end of the day, it's a gamble, man. It's, it's more of a gamble than an investment. Um, but I think that's, I think that's shifting into, to me, it seems like that's shifting into the, into the other, it's becoming more of an investment than it, than it is a gamble. I just hope it doesn't go crazy volatile. Actually, I hope it drops down to like something crazy low so I could buy a shit ton because I know it's just going to go back up again. Or you could buy some sports cards, but those are going berserk right now too. Dude, I bought two Lucas, two Luca rookie cards at the beginning of the pandemic. They were both 80 or $90 each. Right now, they're retailing for 600 to $700. And it's only been a year. And he hasn't even gotten MVP yet. And I got a hobby box at the beginning of... Uh, uh, the pandemic, um, cause your boy collects sports cards because I am 12 years old and I got a hobby box of sports cards for like 300, $400. Sounds like a lot, right? Cause when I was a kid, a hobby box of sports cards would be like 25 bucks at, at, um, Kmart or something. And I bought it for three or 400 on online and it was brand new. And now that same box, almost, almost a year, a little bit less than a year later, $4,000 for that same box. So anybody who bought an unopened box in March or April of, of, of 2020 and didn't open it, 
that box is worth literally 10 times as much. That is crazy. That's so crazy, dude. And I did it because Gary V told me to. <laughs> That's why. So thank you, Gary. Oh, man. Guys, I love you so much. We, had, we went through a lot today, huh? Did you have a chill, fun, fun vibe hang time? Chill vibe, fun time, hang time, huh? I probably got a lot wrong. Um, I probably got a lot of stuff wrong. And uh, I probably sounded like an idiot a couple times. But hey, what is, uh, what, what is a podcast if you don't talk like an idiot for a certain amount of time? You know what I mean? These are my thoughts. Maybe I should do an apology class, like how to apologize. That's a funny, that's a funny video idea. Like how, how, how to apologize in 2021. Or maybe it could be like um, how to give an apology, who, how to demand an apology. I don't know because me and JP did a video that was like how to cancel, how people cancel each other. So it's already kind of that, but this one's like demanding an apology. So maybe like uh, demanding an, an apology in 2021. I was going to do a vocabulary lesson in 2021, but I don't know. Maybe I could put them both together somehow. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. You guys are seeing the creative process as we go. Uh, yo, man, I love you. Thanks for riding. Thanks for vibing, guys. I'm excited to get my new table. It's coming in the next couple of weeks. When it comes, I'm gonna give you a full tour of my table. Um, I can't wait for this fucking table, dude. I don't know if I told you about it already, but it's gonna have some dope shit. I don't know if I already told you, I already told you. I don't want to say anything about it until it gets here because I'm very excited for it. Um, until next time, thank you to our sponsors, real quick. Masszymes from Bioptimizers, my favorite digestive enzyme. Uh, go to masszymes.com slash Brent free to get yourself a free bottle of digestive enzymes. Please do that. It helps me out a ton. It truly, truly does help me out a ton. If you spend a couple, just like five or $7 for shipping, get a free bottle of these so they can keep supporting me so that I can keep making amazing, fun things for you. I hope you think they're amazing and fun. I think they're amazing and fun. Um, so if you support them and they support me, then I support you. And it's a fun, uh, happy, fun vibe hang time sesh. Blue Blocks, my favorite uh, blue light blocking glasses. Go to blueblocks.com slash Brent for a 50% discount and uh, sleep better and sleep well and sleep often. And drink more water, man. You guys aren't drinking enough water. I can tell. I can pick it up through the, through the, through the camera right now. You're not drinking enough water. You should be drinking a gallon of water a day and uh, your skin will be clean and clear and under control. Okay? Ha! All right. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>